0: When you take a swing at something, let's say it's starting your business and it doesn't work out. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you feel bad. Yeah, you might be a little embarrassed. But really, you're going to recover from that. And therefore, it's a micro failure to try and miss, right? Step up to bat and strike out. But the macro failure is you not stepping up to the plate to start that business that you want to start. And then all of a sudden the world is missing what could have been the next Uber. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to The Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. So today I wanted to quickly talk about this concept of micro failures versus macro failures. And I wanted to talk about it because, you know, I consume podcasts just like you do. And I was listening to the Gary B. Show a few weeks ago. And he said something that I've been thinking about ever since for these past few weeks. He had mentioned that he would rather make a whole bunch of micro failures, trying to do something and it not working out, than making the macro failure of not trying it at all and missing out on something that would be absolutely game-changing. That He was one of the first investors in Uber, and he was one of the first investors in Facebook and some of these iconic juggernaut companies. And the micro failure would have been investing in those companies and they end up going nowhere, right? Then you lose a little bit of money, whatever you invested. But it's not catastrophic. It's not life-ending. But the macro failure would have been the opposite. The macro failure would have been, not investing in one of those companies when he had the chance and then missing out on the tens of millions of dollars that he got when each one went public. So you kind of see this difference between this concept of micro failures, good, macro failures, catastrophic. And the reason why this topic is so important is most people are avoiding the micro failures, but unfortunately It's causing them macro failures that they may or may not even know. When you take a swing at something, let's say it's starting your business and it doesn't work out. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you feel bad. Yeah, you might be a little embarrassed. But really, you're going to recover from that. And therefore, it's a micro failure to try and miss, right? Step up to bat and strike out. But the macro failure is you not stepping up to the plate to start that business that you want to start. And then all of a sudden the world is missing what could have been the next Uber, what could have been the next Airbnb, or just missing somebody who could have been one of the next great coaches, the next Tony Robbins, the next Mel Robbins. That's what I mean by the difference between I would rather stack micro failures because at least I took a chance than not take a chance, end up with these macro failures of not getting the giant paydays or not becoming who I could have become. So there's a difference between micro failures and and macro failures when it comes to anything that you do in life. Here's a good example. Let's go something personal. Let's say you, you try and lose weight and you do real well for a couple of weeks and then you kind of fall off the way again and you put the weight back on. That might feel bad, but that's just a micro failure. The macro failure would have been not trying at all. And what if, what if you finally would have stuck to it this time and it would have changed your physical life for the better forever, right? The big turning point. The macro failure would have been if you didn't try it at all and missed out on it working. So it works for personal stuff to try and delineate between the difference of micro failures and macro failures. It works for financial stuff. Here's a good example. Recently, We invested, I've been really excited about cash flowing funds lately. So I've been investing in cash flowing funds left and right. And they're all especially invite at this this level that I'm at. Well, one of them turned out to be a $150 million Ponzi scheme, except it didn't start as a Ponzi scheme. It started as a legitimate company and went on to kind of fall behind on the returns that they were promising. So they started covering the, the returns they promised with the new money being invested. And boom, that was the moment it became an accidental Ponzi scheme. And they went on operating it that way. Well, the FBI went in and raided the place and actually recouped 51 million out of the $150 million that they had gotten from investors over the years and shut the whole operation down. Well, unfortunately, we had a couple hundred grand in there. And so our micro failure was, now I'm out, a couple hundred grand, but at least I get to write it off on of my taxes. The macro failure would have been had it actually worked out as promised, like all my other ones are. And I would have missed out on the huge returns that it was paying because it was paying really good returns for a while. Sometimes you just don't know something is what it is. So even on, you know, when you get in some big numbers, you can easily accidentally classify something as, oh, that sounds like a macro failure, but no, the micro failure is always the lesser of two failures. The micro failure is, oh, in that case, I I lost a couple hundred grand, but after I write it off in taxes, probably really only a hundred out of my pocket as opposed to the almost $500,000 plus tax write-offs that I could have gotten had it worked out the way it worked out. And the macro failure adjacent to that would be if I stopped investing in all these cash-flowing funds that get presented to me and all of a sudden got scared, right? They say, scared money don't make money. But all of a sudden I got scared and stopped investing in these, the macro failure would be, I'd be missing out on all these investments that could have been stacking the way they're stacking over time. So I know that failing sucks. I know that failing hurts, but you really got to step up to the plate and understand that it is okay to take the micro failures as long as it's in an attempt to avoid the macro failures. Another area this could show up is making that higher. I know your business is starting to grow, is starting to get momentum, but you're afraid to, to invest in that, that next person you know you need to hire or that agency you know you need to hire. Well, let's say you hire that agency. Let's say it's a Facebook ads agency. And let's say it doesn't work out. You know, you spend 10 grand experimenting and it doesn't work out. You're like, Oh, failed again. Yeah, but that's a micro failure. Even though the 10 grand would suck to lose, it's a micro failure because the macro failure is you not trying. And that agency may have been able to make you hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the adjacent macro failure would be not trying again. I talk to a lot of people, you know, I, I run these roundtables, these two-day events, and a lot of times they'll say, oh, I tried that. I tried hiring an agency. I tried hiring PR. I tried hiring Facebook ads. I tried doing And they try it once and it fails, so they, they don't do it again. Well, when it fails the first time, that's a micro failure. When you stop trying again, that's the macro failure because now you've guaranteed failure that compounds with every day, with every week, with every month, with every year that goes on that you could have been making money had you tried again and found the right one. So when you're making these decisions and you're scared, you're scared to invest in the mastermind, you're scared to invest in the coach, you're scared to invest in the employee, you're scared to invest in the investment, like in, in the example I gave, or turn out to be a Ponzi scheme. All of those things, when you're trying to make that assessment, should I or should I not? Of course, do your due diligence. Of course, make intelligence decisions. But do not make the fearful decision. Lean into the fact that, okay, I'm willing to make a micro failure if this doesn't work out because the macro failure would be, what if it did and I didn't try? In our life, when I look back on our life and where we are today, we are where we are because we have been willing to make all of the micro failures instead of missing out on the big home runs that we've gotten. Because we would have sat on the sidelines and missing out on those big home runs, that would have been the macro failure. So ask yourself, what are you deciding on right now? What is the outcome that might be the micro failure? And what is the opposite outcome that might be the macro failure? When you look at your decisions that way, I think you'll start making more bold decisions, less from a place of fear. And more from a place of empowerment. When you do that, it's when those home runs start to show up for you. You know what we say when you get home runs. That's when good people like you make good money. You do great things. Hey, thanks for listening. Love and appreciate you. By the way, don't forget to opt in to my text list if you want me to text you every single morning that I wake up a positive money mantra or a positive business perspective. I just had a a five-hour airplane ride when I was coming home from working with my team in Virginia on the app. And I added probably 140 new mantras on a spreadsheet while I was sitting there on the airplane. So text me the word daily if you want me to throw you on the list. Text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. Again, text me the word daily to 310-421-0416, and I'll throw you on the list. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing this. I love and appreciate you.